The Shadow Crew Podcast. Well, well, well. Uh, on this fine evening, the evening before New Year's Eve, and on our way to 2024, we are the Shadow Crew, and this is the Shadow Crew Podcast, available on the Shadow Crew Network on YouTube, and now streaming on Kick.com. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we are excited to bring uh, to all of those of you viewing or listening probably some of the most prestigious awards. You, you think about Grammys, you think about Oscars, yeah, you think about the MTV Movie Music Awards, I but do. nothing can hold a candle to the 2023 box office graveyard awards ladies and gentlemen thanks yeah for ch- grab your popcorn this is going to be fantastic chet what do you say about the box office graveyard awards are you as excited as i am to get into this i i am so excited that um you guys saw <laughs> that i created the award and actually made a sample to show on on this show uh the other day so i am extremely excited to get into it i got some new bling going i uh just uh gassed up the pinto and i am ready to go how 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 are how are you doing alex hey i'm doing pretty good doing pretty good tonight actually and let's uh give people a little overlay of what the box office graveyard awards are uh, if you're tuning into our YouTube channel, there's basically a video that we've done a series of videos. It's called Box Office Graveyard, where you take the worst of the worst. And one of the Shadow Crew members has to watch that and then give an actual review. Well, this is one of the few times where all four of us have done our actual effort to come with the best of the worst. <laughs> and so we can put that up tonight. And of course, Mr. Maddox, we'd like to thank you for the uh, glorious box office graveyard awards, which we will be shipping out to the recipients. Now, I don't know if they're going to want to take it, but we're going to send it to somebody. <laughs> we are, we are, we are going to send it out. And uh, yes, we don't care if they are movie stars or not. We will get the address and we will send them the award. <laughs> and Dr. Brantley, you've been to premieres of major motion pictures. How did this? How does this rank in comparison to that? <laughs> Probably at the very bottom of that, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, we hold no punches back, ladies and gentlemen. As Mr. Storm said, the box office graveyard awards is given to the worst of the worst in several different categories. But we also like to award the folks the content makers, the directors, the toy makers who have done fantastic work in 2023. So before we get into the box office graveyard awards, we're going to get into the best of 2023 as nominated by the shadow crew. What say everyone, are you ready for the first category, the best of 2023? And if we had a drum roll, that'd be great. 
Perhaps the, perhaps the Pinto engine firing. The first category is the best action, sci-fi, or comic book film of 2023. The nominations are Godzilla minus one. What do you think? Godzilla minus one. Why, why, why did we nominate this? That was the best movie I've seen last year. Better well, than we'll any see. American movie that came out that I saw. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you credit on this. I It was a, a shock because I even think it was better than the legendary pictures that they've done. And I think, you know, let's say I think what Skull Island's probably the best and maybe uh, King of the Monsters, one of the two are probably that good. This was a guy that had nowhere near the budget that any of those films had. He did a period piece, great acting. Uh, even though the movie was in subtitle, it moved, it flowed well. You know, if you were into a person that just doesn't read quick enough, the body language, the action, this person knew how to direct the movie. Godzilla was uh, the effects. Now, they weren't legendary effects. They could have been better. But uh, for the money that he had, he delivered, man. I thought it was, I was emotionally scarred by end of this film because there were so many highs and lows. This is just excellent filmmaking at its best, man. That's awesome. Well, minus one, not to be confused with the Godzilla 2000 version, which was called minus attendance. Next on <laughs> for the second is Extraction 2. Uh, for those of you, Extraction, which is uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, on Netflix. Um, we're nominating a Netflix uh, uh, film into the category. What say Extraction 2? What do you, what do you all think? Is, is, this, is this a competitor to Godzilla Minus One? I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> yeah, I don't know okay. about that. Uh, Action-wise, it was a great film. But, uh, yeah, you know, acting-wise, Chris Hemsworth is going to do what he does. You know, but it, it was a good story. It was high intense. Uh, it was it moves fairly quickly. Uh, and I thought it was there's a difference. I think the effects and the sequences were like unlike um, Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible. They were suited for the film and they were written well within. I think Tom Cruise just does a stunt and then he added into the script. This was like every part of that movie. These stunts work with the script well enough, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Dr. Brennan? Yeah, but Chris Hemsworth didn't make me tear up like a damn Godzilla mm. movie did. No. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, John Wick Chapter Four is the other nomination. Obviously, a uh, you know everyone like John Wick. Um, yeah, could could this surpass Godzilla minus one as the best film twenty twenty three? So okay, so uh. It's it's a tough one for me, um, but unfortunately, Godzilla like took it for me, and 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 I'm gonna explain why Godzilla took it for me in like one sentence because I have been thinking about this for a long time. The fact that I had to read fucking subtitles and the movie was still so fucking good just proved that that movie was epic, and and the lead actor was fantastic and i was reading subtitles john wick was a fantastic number four to a to a franchise and you can't take that away from it 
you cannot. But unfortunately, Godzilla came out and like destroyed it. If you if you read if you have to read subtitles and the movie is still that good, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I, that's, that's, I honestly teared up like three different times during the course of this movie. And it sounds stupid to say about a Godzilla movie. Yeah, and people look at you like, no, you're, are you joking? It's like, no, <laughs> seriously, this is really, really good. Yeah, uh, But uh, I suggest seeing it in a theater right now uh, or when it comes to streaming, but definitely check it out. So, and, Chet, what you're saying then is that the Marvels had subtitles. It might have been better. Is that what you're Yeah, because us? it would have distracted me from watching what the fuck was happening on the screen. <laughs> okay. I don't think anybody remembers what happened. Lastly, for, the, the, for, the last real quick, stuff. Real yep. quick, uh, for everyone that's joining, um, coming in and, and, and checking us out, we appreciate you. Welcome to the Box Office Graveyard Awards of 2023. We are the Shadow Crew Podcast. Enjoy, enjoy the, enjoy the awards and uh, let's continue. Yeah, I love it. The last nominee is an animated feature, Spider-Man Across the Universe. Mm. Uh, one of the best animated features. Close. That was close. Across the Universe is a whole different thing. That's a Beatles song and movie. <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse, that's, that's the movie yeah. that you, I think you're talking about. Well, no, he's well like, there is a bootleg version that I saw <laughs> of Dr. Brantley. That's so, what I saw. And it was I, there's... Paul, Paul McCartney versus Miles Morales. <laughs> and uh, you should hey, AI can do some pretty awesome things in 2023. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of crazy. Was, you did pick that up on that Walmart bin, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the real flimsy, for some reason, blue. Hey, this guy dressed up like Spider-Man in front of Man's Chinese Theater and all <laughs> Hollywood had a copy of it. I plugged it in, and go. it was uh, Spider-Man in a yellow submarine. It was. It turned out to be better than the Marvels. So, okay, well, we have our nominees. Who will take home the best comic book, sci-fi, or action film of 2023? You hear that? Yeah, is that an envelope. Yes. Okay, and the winner is Godzilla minus one. Yeah, woo! Right. Go get wow. it! Godzilla wow, amazing. One. Awesome. Great. Well, kudos really to you for story. avoiding the graveyard and being a best of category, the second best category. Well, and best. also, uh, yeah, thanks for Godzilla not having a plus one because we don't have the room. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Best action sci-fi or comic book TV series is the next category. And I'm going to read the nominees. Twisted Metal. The Mandalorian Season 3, The Last of Us, and Invincible. So, thoughts on those four pretty strong nominees? Those are some tough nominees. That's right. Uh, There's only about one that I would change my vote for, maybe. And what is that, Dr. Brantley? The Last of Us, but... I suggested Twisted Metal because I thought it was fantastic. A little series no one really talked about, but it was fun. If you played the game, there were all sorts of little Easter eggs in it, but uh, it was a great, fun little uh, series. You know what I kind of was taken off of was there were 30-minute episodes. So it did kind of cut out a little bit of the meat and potatoes, you know, and it got directly to what it needed. Um, so I thought that was pretty good. I think with it being on... Um, 
I think being on Peacock, I think that was the, the kiss of death. For that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You didn't like a... <laughs> yeah. No, no. So, <laughs> are you ready for the winner of the best action sci-fi or comic yes, book TV series? Yeah. Yeah, let's do okay. this. I'm definitely not wrestling around the same paper I did for the previous <laughs> one. This is an actual envelope. It is... The Mandalorian season three takes All the right. cake. What? Okay. Wow. I don't know wow. about that. All right. Wow. I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give it to you. Hey, you know yeah. what? Uh, Grogu tops all. Grogu tops all. <laughs> it definitely, so. definitely tops. Definitely tops a lot. Okay. The next category is the best Idea. actor or actress of 2023. And the nominees are this is a very eclectic bunch of nominees. Okay. Cillian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Oh, we threw an actual like Oscar-worthy movie in there. That's unusual for yeah. us. Denzel Washington in the Equalizer Nine or whatever. I think it, uh, the third one or the fourth installment. Uh, Bradley Cooper as uh, Rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy Three, and not then... as Maestro. That is Rocket. Okay, <laughs> as Rocket. You damn right, Rocket. Yeah. And uh, talk about crying in the theater. And Kamiki. Reno Suki, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that from Godzilla minus one, who's the main. Oh, actor. I think you nailed it. So I think you did too, brother. I think, okay, I think that was um, perfect. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hope it is because uh, that's the yeah, winner. Going back to going back to Bradley <laughs> Cooper. I mean, he did an amazing job as as Rocket. Um, he did. Mm -hmm. Let's not understate that performance yes. in that yeah. movie. The only other movie I cried in <laughs> this year. Uh, the open even in the opening of that movie like the first 10 minutes is heart-wrenching yeah but uh by the end of that also a uh, stupid cgi raccoon made me weep yep yep um i think even like P PETA's went on record and said like they were like behind <laughs> it too you know so if PETA like puts their stamp of approval of some animals being butchered you know it's the real deal uh clint, clint uh clint beastwood said littlefoot in land before time 43 littlefoot makes mom's car <laughs> <laughs> perfect it's a good one awesome love it love it that's i think that's the the winner yeah <laughs> Well, um, the winner is because I can't pronounce his name. Godzilla minus one, the main star, yeah. Kaniki Renasuki. So, congratulations! Is there yeah. going to be a clean sweep of uh, minus one Godzilla? This could be it. I but feel on to our like, next category. Yes, Chad. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like there is. I mean, uh, like I said, subtitles and it's mm -hmm. a good movie. So, yeah, yeah, it is. The first uh, thing I, also, I ever watched in subtitles that, like, I usually I'm not a big subtitle fan was Narcos series. I remember that was all mostly mm, in subtitles, and I didn't exactly mind it. Was. And that kind of mm. got me to like uh, moving forward. Like, I'll watch anything with subtitles. Yeah, I I think I think it was some. I can't remember what it was I watched, but like, I don't put movies on in my house unless I have subtitles on because I can just like I can watch the movie no matter what I'm doing, and I and it doesn't mm. and it doesn't matter. But uh, really quick, I want to say uh, thank you guys for stopping by and watching. We are the Shadow Crew Podcast, and this is the 2023 Box Office Graveyard Award. And you don't want it, but someone's getting it. So uh, thank you. Thank you for stopping by. And just to clarify, we are going through the best of, which we'll, we'll, pretty, we'll get through pretty quickly because there are some good stuff, good content, creators, mm -hmm. 
good filmmakers. Uh, but the the bulk load of this uh, award ceremony is to the bottom of the barrel, the ones yeah. that deserve to be buried yeah. uh, in a, in a space that can never ever uh, be Ever. dug again. Um, we're talking about, yeah. um, you know, George Armero, like couldn't even, it, it, it's buried for life. So the next category is best surprise film or TV series. So one that we were blown away by, like we had no expectation or maybe minimal and then boom, it hit us and we were very excited about it. So the nominations are Barbie, which Things surprised Ooh. the hell out of a lot of people on how well that did that in the box office. Godzilla minus one again hitting the awards. Totally killer. Uh, that's a, 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 a I know Chet, that was something that you watch on Netflix. Yep. And then Hijack, another uh, Apple TV series Ooh. with Idris Alva. Um, so uh, any any thoughts there before we uh, unveil the winner of the best surprise film or TV series? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I like for sure, uh, saw <clears throat> totally killer because I was bored and I had nothing to do. And, uh, I put it on and I was like, this is extremely funny. And it was such a surprise, but it was a really well done horror story and I loved it so much because in the film, she keeps referring, have you ever seen the film Back to the Future? That's what I'm living right now. And it's it's done so well that it was just like, is it is it the best thing I want? Like, no. But it was like, I had my surprise pick. I saw that and I was like, well, I got to change that now. So. All right. Um, for those of you who haven't seen Hijack, it's basically Idris Alba who uh, is uh, on a hijack plane uh, episodic series and uh, really great. Um, it isn't uh, Passenger 57 uh, Wesley Snipes, although that was actually, yeah. you know, you Too know, there, yeah, yeah. So I would have actually, actually seen that. <laughs> if Pedro Selva did a remake of Passenger 57, yes. oh, damn right, I would have been there. <laughs> yeah, just um, to hear him do that classic line, always bet on black. Yeah, I that is a classic line. That is a classic <laughs> line. And the uh, winner of this category is Godzilla minus one mm. again, sweeping the awards. Everyone's pissed off at Godzilla. Um, well, got, yeah, that's like normal Barbie mostly. Got, uh, thank God Kong's not in the audience because he'd be really pissed off <laughs> of all the awards. That God's hey, he, he's got to bring his A acting game next year, man. He's got to hey, bring the A acting game. I, yeah, hey, forget about Kong versus Godzilla that's coming out. I want to see John Wick versus Godzilla, and that is something <laughs> I'd pay for. Yeah. All right, we're 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 pivoting to uh, a category that we enjoy so much that we talk about on our show uh all the time our weekly podcast check us out on youtube uh we'll also be doing some live streams as well but this is the best toy line of 2023 oh, yeah. um so and this is specific to i think action figures or collectible figures the nominations are indiana jones i wonder who nominated indiana uh, yeah, jones nobody knows yeah. um you know uh gi joe classified series the uh the G.I. Joe's, the Star Wars Black series, yeah. and then the NECA toys, uh, the NECA toys that uh, all the line of uh, different licenses they have, unique stuff, some of the retro stuff like mm -hmm. ALF and, um, you know, uh, 
dinosaurs and things that uh, check chet has done unboxed for so before we announce the winner here any thoughts on the lines that we have nominated for best toys i will say something though um as we were going through you know like it's again when the gi joe classified came up that was probably my nomination but as i started thinking about 2024 neca put it down not only from the gargoyle series to the uh turtle van to they just put it down the yeah. universal monsters like I was really, as I started thinking about it, they really kicked Hasbro's behind this year, and you know, I was like, mm, if I had to make a change, might have been the NECA. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. the Indiana Jones line is the six-inch figures is the mm-hmm. best that anyone has ever produced an Indiana Jones figure outside of like sideshow and mm-hmm. the really crazy expensive one, you know, Hot yeah. Toys, all that stuff. But uh, you know they finally did something that was worthy of the character. And I even liked the little retro ones. Uh, they didn't do so well, though. Yep, yep. Well, I like the Star Wars Black Series line. Some really cool stuff, some unique figures as well. I love the packaging. And uh, Star Wars has an abundance of different figures, but I like the Black Series because I think you, you know, even at the higher price point, I think it's actually a really good quality figure, but you can find a lot of those at Ross. And for those of you who are interested in finding deals across the country, uh, hot toy deals for discounts, follow the channel because we definitely reveal a lot of awesome finds, including historically back in uh, uh, this year in which uh, Mr. Shadow himself and the crew went out and found some really great stuff, which is going to be a category uh, later on in this cast. So, without further ado, the best toy line winner is Godzilla minus one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, see, that's the problem. Is like I'm glad that toy didn't come out. Yeah, we probably want It is NECA who is who wins the award. I know it's a bit cheating, but they they do a fantastic job uh, with all of their different licenses. So, congratulations to NECA for being the best storyline of 2023. The next is back to film or TV and is franchise of the year. Franchise um, like uh, Fast and the Furious, as an example, would be a franchise. Was it nominated this year? Doesn't look like there'll yeah, be you any have to more. Stop right there. It's Fast and the <laughs> Furious, right? Fast what? X, come on. Uh, it, really, it, could be fast in the, it could be Fast and the Imprisoned. Uh, uh, <laughs> we don't know. Uh, a, uh, allegedly, but, uh, you uh, know. Clint, we'll Clint, Clint Beastwood said that Dinosaur's Toys are 10 out of 10, give it the gold, and Alpha <laughs> is in a second place. So, All right. Well, but that's that's the agree. line. Them's fighting words. Yeah, those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> so the franchise of the year nominees are John Wick, oh, the we're Mission back. Impossible franchise, oh, and oh, the Invincible oh, oh, franchise. Oh, oh, oh. So thoughts here. I John, mm. in my opinion, John Wick, John Mission Wick. Impossible. It's John Wick does. Mm-hmm. Now it's it is an embarrassment of riches. Uh, Mission Impossible has managed to go along this long. I was working at Paramount in 1995, I believe, when the first one came out. Wow! And so that's how long this has been going on. I was a lowly page at Paramount, uh, helping out. Uh, still have a stupid little hat, but. Uh, yeah, I'll give them credit because they have actually been consistently getting better as mm-hmm. the series goes on. 
which is very rare. Yeah. But John Wick totally wins this. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm impressed with the Mission Impossible stuff. I think, uh, unfortunately, uh, that movie came out a week, I think, before the Barbie Oppenheimer and just swallowed yeah, it whole. It mm-hmm. Just the wrong timing. I don't think anybody had anticipated Barbie doing that well. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a film that, you know, you might have missed it, but it's actually really good. And I'm excited to see the last installment. Him, ju- I mean, he's jumping off all kinds of crazy stuff now. So, <laughs> well, I can uh, tell you, he's a man it. on a mission. When yeah. I saw the title "Dead Reckoning," I was like, "Did did he finish the movie?" Because those cuts, <laughs> you know, I was I was a little worried. I said, "Maybe this is like the last movie. It's like that Bruce Lee film. It's like you know, it's like he didn't make it to the second half." But yeah, you know, I think he just keeps pulling stunt after stunt after stunt. And I give him credit; he's one of the few guys that's gonna like you know participate and do his own stunts. But you know, it is a gimmick. While Keanu Reeves is just putting down good work. So I think if um, if Tom would basically work on uh, the acting skills a little bit more and story and structure instead of yeah. the stunts, I think he could get to Kriana Reeves because everything about the John Wick story is about structure, story, uh, his acting. There's a personal like you know he he just he just maintains it throughout the entire series and every one of them keeps getting better. So you know I but, kudos uh, to Kriana Reeves, man. What about uh, in the in the chat? It says John Wick, John Wick versus Jason Bourne. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I John actually Wick. heard about the. Um, I think uh, Keanu Reeves said he would love to do a John Wick versus uh, Denzel Washington's uh, Equalizer character, and I thought like either way, it's it's it would be a dream project. Whether he did Jason Bourne or he did Equalizer or anyone else, I would love to see a crossover either way, man. Yeah, some somewhere somewhere in there, there's something epic. Like that, I, I remember the not, and this is just a slight conversation, but the Jason Bourne series when that came out, I was like, "This is really good." Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a precursor to John Wick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be cool if uh, you caught uh, Denzel's character sitting at the bar at the Continental in one yeah. of the. Uh, <laughs> uh, that would be that would be awesome. Well, the winner of. The franchise of the year goes to John Wick. So congratulations, yeah. Keanu Reeves, for uh, setting the bar with uh, some action Which is movies. Which a cool dude anyways. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's amazing. Back to t- t- the, the last of the two best of toy categories. Uh, we're almost wrapped up in the best of series before we jump into the bra- box office graveyard. As a reminder, folks, the most prestigious uh, typically we're in bow ties, but today uh, we're in hats and headbands. But uh, the box office graveyard is given to the worst of the worst, so we're excited to talk about that. But the best crowdfunded toy as toy collectors, um, this is uh, you know HasLab or Kickstarter or other different types of websites or programs in which you can donate and purchase and fund a specific toy. There is an abundance of it in 2023. And here are the nominees, the cat's lair. Um, so um, that, 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 that's definitely uh, a contender. The Cobra GI Joe hiss tank. Um, Mr. Storm has in the back. I doubt I doubt that's going to sway his vote in any way. <laughs> the Transformers Deathosaurus um and then the DeLorean from Tommy um Ooh. some really great toys mm-hmm. there. So 
uh, thoughts before we unveil the winner? So, yeah. So huh, this was this was a this was a difficult one. This was yeah. The, the cat slayer has to take it price wise. Uh, cat slayer six ninety nine. Um, not saying it's not going to show up at my house, but you know six ninety nine. <laughs> Uh, but I, I'll tell you the the DeLorean for me, man. I, I nominated that one. That's diecast metal. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a gorgeous build. It, it's like if you're if you're a Back to the Future fan, like I, I was gonna I want to buy the DeLorean Lego set, but after seeing that diecast thing, I mean it lights up, the doors open, it's it's like it's it's literally the car in a 110 scale and it's it blows my mind it's it was it was fantastic so and i, I think i saw that on the uh, the um mythbuster youtube channel i think he unboxed one of those if yeah. i'm not mistaken so it looks like you know they put a lot of detail into that thing man yeah that but, that is that is the that is, yeah that's like the epitome that's the epitome of like a die cast like you bought yes. this to put on a shelf. Mm-hmm. It's 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 great. But like you said, his tank probably won, I guess. His tank wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we open up the envelope? Yeah, let's do the I don't know if you guys can hear the drum ladies roll. and gentlemen. We have our first tie. Oh oh and debate. It is between the DeLorean and the his tank. Uh-oh. Oh, oh boy. Uh-oh. So, um, well, I, I, I mean, forget I, which one I voted for, but I'm switching my vote to the DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can tell you and everything. Does does anyone you jackasses have the DeLorean at your house? Because damn, his tank's sitting right up there. So if you don't have the DeLorean, if you didn't pay for the DeLorean, his take wins. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Um, I did vote for the his tank. And the reason for it is that I'm a huge Back to the Future fan, one of the best of franchises of, of all time, the DeLorean. If I had excess funds, there would be a DeLorean sit in the driveway for sure. Well, but I have I think in the garage. So. <laughs> you got three of them. Yeah. One set for each time period yeah. uh, that they went back, one, two, and three. Yep. What I would say is that I, I love the DeLorean, but I think that is more iconic on screen. If we're talking about toys... G.I. Joe is the his tank, the toy G.I. Joe is so iconic in the toy space. And that's yeah. the reason why I think the his tank is just just cooler overall, in my opinion, than a DeLorean. I'd own either one of the two, or if not both, but that's not gonna sway my vote. I'm saying his tank. So it sounds like we got two DeLorean, two his tank. Do we leave it a tie or do we do we sway Dr. Brantley or Chet one way or the other? You know, You're not look. The his tank is cool as hell. Uh, it had like the red lights in the back. Uh, mm-hmm. There was some cool shit in there, but uh, I don't think we're gonna sway anybody. I, uh, this, I, I'm gonna. I yeah. So oh, you son of a bitch. I know. I know. <laughs> but I, if, if I have to, if I have to be true to toy line, if I, I honestly, if I have to be true to toy line, then it would be the Transformers Death of Source. I would I would go with the his tank for okay for, his for, tank yeah I would just say what would be cooler you show up to a car meet you got the DeLorean people are like oh yeah. super excited or you roll up in the his tank and Ooh. everyone gets in their car and drives off and the fucking FBI and the SWAT team excuse my French shows <laughs> up, up but I'm just saying you'd probably get more national coverage in the his tank than you would a DeLorean 
Clint Beastwood said the DeLorean is iconic. I, I will yeah. also say Thank this you. one aspect. Even though it is iconic, <laughs> I will give this one aspect. Mr. Chet Maddox did a bitch in unboxing for the His Tank. It has to be viewed. So, like I said, does DeLorean have an unboxing? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, then. Okay. Then Not yet. It, That's what 2024 is about. Well, this is 2023, baby. And <laughs> <laughs> his take wins. <laughs> it's 2023 for like one more fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amazon, next- <laughs> do your stuff. Our next toy category is the shadow, best shadow hunt find. Uh, again, for those of you who are tuning in or, or listening uh, uh, on our on our channel, we feature a lot of folks who go and find different toys for different de- deals, crazy discounts and prices all over the country. And so based on those finds, we have nominated a few that folks here and folks uh, amongst the crew have found. And the nominations yeah. are the Croc Master, uh, the G.I. Joe from ross which was an incredible discount the thor hammer uh behind mr storm there that was just outrageous price discount found at ross the star scream uh that was found at ollie's a new retailer for us folks that live in california but in chet maddox's world exposed us to something far greater that was even imagined to be possible and then the last one was just Ollie's, and I'm happy to say just Ollie's wins the award. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. congratulations. And it's not because they sponsor us or anything, it's no. just because you know the deals uh, but, uh we find. But hey, Ollie's, you never know. We yeah. will accept uh, sponsorship. We we're not we're not a, we're not a, we're not ashamed of it. We'll take uh, it. I will state though, out of like you know, Hasbro and like you know, all these other companies from Ross and everything else like that. Oli's was the only one that hit us up on our Instagram page. So, right. but the deals were like you know, as much as I would say, the summer of, of Oli's was huge. Yeah, uh, and then it's the winter of Ross, but Oli's just hands down. You know, I just saw a, a video just the other day on our competitor, and um, he was at Ross, and there was nothing, but he went in Oli's. And he's still finding great deals. So yep. Oli's is kicking butt, man. You know, I wish there yeah. was some here in Southern California, but thank God we have the uh, Chetmatic connection that sends stuff from <laughs> Georgia to California for us because yeah, that's has benefited from it. <laughs> and I make days out of it, by the way. Let's let's be clear. I I, I go to yes, all three yes. around me. It's like a 75 mile <laughs> distance, one giant fucking circle. All right, for our last category before we dive into the box office graveyard, what will match the hype in 2024? There's a lot of movies getting some pretty amazing hype, lots of releases from Dune to Ghostbusters, uh, new installment to tons of superhero films. Here are the nominees for what will actually match the hype in 2024. Deadpool, which I mean, I think uh, every time I open up X or Instagram, there's an update. Uh, they're doing the marketing machine is uh, li- live and, and breathing. Joker two, um, which I think is is getting a lot of excitement and hype. And then lastly, the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, 
for those of you who are interested or excited about the Planet of the Apes franchise. Actually, really, really good as well. So before we jump into the winner, thoughts on this category? Well, let recap. me tell you why the marketing machine on Deadpool is going into overdrive because Disney's like, oh my God, we lost a billion dollars last year. What are we going to do? Well, this one might make money. <laughs> okay, throw everything you got at Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, when I when I open up Instagram and it's got Hugh Jackman shaving his beard to have the sideburns or, hey, look, Ryan Reynolds has got his you know costume on. And it's just like every day there's like new behind the scenes like it wasn't captured by the studio to post on social media. Um, Deadpool's definitely, you know, everyone wants to see Wolverine and uh, Hugh Jackman don the outfit again. And obviously Deadpool's yep. done well as a series. Um but what about Joker 2? I mean, you know, I, it could, this could be, this could be game changing here. This could like steer the Joker in a new path we've never seen before. Yeah. It would. Well, uh, a friend of ours, uh, he thinks that Joker 2 is going to be the biggest movie ever, even above Endgame. And uh, I think he's delusional. We made a bet about this, but What's he thinks the money involved because I'm getting yeah it. twenty bucks. You know, not That's much. Easy. I'm a man of uh, small means, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's more the principle of the matter. I definitely don't think, no matter what, even if Joker Two is the best movie in thirty years, it's not going to make more money than Endgame. I'm sorry, no. But, has there been ever a now that i think about it i'm not sure i'd have to do the re, uh, if someone could google this has there ever been a movie in which someone has won the best actor and then there was a sequel um godfather no did, did pacino but, win for that first i don't one? did pacino win best actor i don't think so i don't think he won best actor for that did he no no well, and we'll I go. think, uh, and I think well, your your friend might be onto something because you not only pull in the comic book heads mm -hmm. and the folks that are into to Batman and Joker, yeah. but also you know the Oscar folks knowing that Joaquin Phoenix won this award, will he turn okay. up? Imagine winning another Best Actor award, or unheard of. Now Lady yeah. Gaga as well for yeah, Best exactly. Actress. Uh, it's Lady Gaga. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the winner is Joker Six, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, that Deadpool is uh, will match mm -hmm. the hype of 2024. So, thank you all I mean, for listening, tuning in. Please subscribe, like, like, do all that stuff. If you're in the chat, we want to hear your thoughts. Um, but it's on to now the most legendary awards of 2023 and that is the box office graveyard awards given to the worst of the worst mr maddox please unveil the trophy the award once again for those who are watching us because i, mean, I, I think we nicknamed it the, the tombstone <laughs> the tombstone yeah. a toomey you get the toomey <laughs> it's not a toomey box office graveyard awards <laughs> uh, it didn't do anything
Okay. Okay. Loser. Well, let's start off with a bang, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. The worst action sci-fi or hero film, the first ever 2023 box office graveyard award, and the nominees are The Flash, mm. The Is Marvels, <laughs> Ant-Man, Quantumania, <laughs> and Rebel Moon. Ladies and gentlemen, the nominees again are The Flash, Oh. Marvels, Ant-Man, Quantumania, and Rebel okay. Moon. And that's Who only because that? Aquaman came out after we uh, did these <laughs> award nominations. Might be like four, five in that category. <laughs> I got to be. I got to be honest with you guys. Like I didn't go watch it yet. I got to go watch it. So. <laughs> okay. Remember, I nominated myself for that. I think. Yep. All I'm right. Sorry. Well. Uh, there's probably not a lot that we can say about these films that hasn't already been said. Mm, but wow. if you're looking to punish your worst enemy, have them Never. sit through uh, four of these. Although Dr. Brantley has an interesting take on Rebel Moon, which I think is far different from ours. Yeah. Would you sh- would you shed some light on your thoughts on yes. Rebel Moon? I actually liked the first half of it. I was down with it. I you know took away. Hey, this is a fake Star Wars movie. I just like, okay, let's watch it and take it for what it is. Yeah. And I was on board for about the first half. But when they start to get this team together, like the Seven Samurai, which it's straight up stealing from, and all these other movies along the way, it's like, oh, there's a beefcake Harry Potter taming a hippogriff. And it's like, okay, what is this? What's happening now? And from that point on, it just got worse and worse and worse. But I think I made it further than a lot of you. <laughs> I, no, 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 I, I watched it to the end, oh, it just okay. unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, also we, we will have to let everyone know that Zack Snyder only made one half of the payment for Dr. Brittany's review. And he, <laughs> yeah, the other half didn't come through. Half, so, you know, that's, that's why I'm a man of half. honor. First half was good, but you did not pay for my review for the second half. <laughs> we're gonna need we're gonna need that money ASAP. I, I can go back. You, I have I haven't finished it yet. I, I just couldn't. I it was tough. It gets worse. When the gold trash can, it's like yeah, I don't Yeah, as soon as I saw the wish version of C three PO he was over for me. And Anthony Hopkins, when did he become Ben Kingsley and just like (laughs) (laughs) I heard his voice and I was like, this could actually be good. And then I was like, how did he read the script and go, I'm on board here? Like uh, because he was saying they probably told him that it was gonna get picked up for Star Wars, and then he did it. He was reading for Thor. No, he's like probably (laughs) I'm getting paid how much to sit in my house and read some stupid (laughs) lines? I'll do it. That's yeah, exactly. That's true. Well, there's Rocket Raccoon rolls, and then there's whatever the hell role he was in Rebel Moon. So either way, I'm sure he got paid. But the winner of the worst action sci-fi or hero film, the box office graveyard award goes to Wow. This is a surprise, ladies. The Flash has won, has beat out the Marvels, has beat out Ant-Man and Rebel Moon. Congratulations, The Flash. It was you terrible. Have Bomb. <laughs> <You have a laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Uh, Clint, Clint Beastwood says that we're making him want to watch Rebel Moon, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, if you want to waste some fucking time, just watch that shit. It's... But yeah. have a couple drinks ready or <laughs> yeah. whatever else. A couple drinks. We'll see you through to the end. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. All right. Well, the Flash. I'm 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 not surprised, but I am kind of surprised. Mm. I thought the Marvels was a shoo-in for this award, but to be honest, uh, I haven't seen the Marvels, but uh I could that's how bad it probably is. It's like I don't even want to watch it. You don't need to watch but it. But I did see the flash, unfortunately. That is also yeah. very bad. The only thing good I in the think, flash is Michael Keaton. I think it was the thing that clinched it over for me was the absolutely asinine end credit scenes with the dog falling out of the sky. And I was like, no, the flash gets an extra point of just terrible for this. <laughs> well, I <laughs> will say that, it was you know. it was out of the box office and a yes. flash. And uh, I wish we had symbols. Hey, okay. Thanks to, thanks to James Gunn for making it irrelevant, anyways. So it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right. Well, our first box office graveyard award. The second category: most disappointing TV series of 2023. Ooh. And surprisingly, usually we have four nominees, but we only had two, which means we were pretty <laughs> unanimous in here. Uh, the Witcher season three. Um, for those of Witcher fans, one relatively good, two okay, and then three was a total shit show. And Henry Cavill is, I think everyone knows, abandoned the franchise. He's like, I'm out of here. Like, I, uh, well, so that's well, just tell you wait till you see uh, uh, season four. <laughs> yeah, with uh, what's Chris Hemsworth yeah. or no Liam Hemsworth, Hemsworth or not even Chris. It's Liam. I, I have a, we got the wish prediction. version of Thor as the Witcher. <laughs> I've got a prediction that that might be box office 2024 graveyard awards. Could yes. be, maybe, maybe, could be. And then we have Secret Invasion. Um, I'm not going to open this envelope. I'm not going to open it because we know, we know. Let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Let's talk oh. about it. The Sam Jackson has done a lot of things and he'll do a lot of things for money and he <laughs> will not be good in a lot of things, but this may be one of the worst things I have seen him in. And that is a shame and it's shocking because he is so good. Even in bad stuff, he can be good, yeah. but this just all around every bit of it was terrible. And he didn't he uh, produced it or it was part. I think when was, I usually, but I mean, at that point, it's just like they gave him a script, and he was like, yeah. "No, nah, I'm not going to do that." Or, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit. That was it. Was uh, oh man, I like. Can we talk about? Let me talk. I, here's what bothered the hell out of me: is at the end of this, and I and I got through the entire <laughs> season. Okay. Talk about Rebel Moon. Try sitting through what was it, six episodes? Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm proud okay. Of you. Uh, the most powerful character in all of the Marvel universe unfolded right in front of our eyes, like, and made no sense. Mm -hmm. It made like, where's the, where's the tie-in? Um, it was like they, it was like someone was on drugs writing this. The, yeah. I, honestly, like I, I truly believe 
the, the, that someone was drug under use. the influence. Actually, I wish they were on drugs. It might have been better. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, mean, I think there was someone that was stone cold sober that thought they knew uh, what they were doing. Uh, it, it was it was so bad. They should have thrown some snakes in there. It would have been probably a bit better. <laughs> Secret snake invasion. Get them snakes out of my invasion. Well, could have been better than that. I will say when it does disappoint it, I will tell you when we were they were listing all this stuff at the end of 2022 and they had a whole bunch of things popping up and it was like I think Suka, they had um I think if I'm not mistaken, She Hawk and there was a bunch of other things they were putting up from Disney. And I saw Secret Evasion, I saw Sam Jackson, I was like, oh well, this is gonna be good. And like 30 seconds into the actual like you know first episode i was like oh oh no i i think there's something going go terribly wrong with this yeah <laughs> and i have not been more disappointed in a marvel series than that because it has so much hype we're finally getting them back it's sam jackson he's going to put it down and he just completely just destroyed every bit of of nick fury and they did it in six episodes like bravo bravo no. disney six it's like well let's take a name of something and then mm-hmm. throw out the entire storyline yes. that goes with it and all the characters that are in it and let's you know make it this other thing it's just a cool name that's yeah. all they used it as mm-hmm. uh and well, it's, it's stupid it's like they, but they just don't have like in the in the prime heyday of marvel yeah when they did agents of shield they had they had they had movies they could tie in the episodes leading up to which i think is what drove a lot of creativity mm-hmm. now they're just taking shit and throwing it and seeing if it works and they're like bastardizing all the characters which is where you come on <laughs> secret invasion and it's like sam jackson's character is so badass and and you were like no Let's destroy that and come out with the marbles. That's that's what that's what happened. Is mm-hmm. what it, and and the scroll like guys. Wasn't there this scene where he like got his OG clothes? He got like the 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 trench coat and the eye patch and like it's, it's episode five or something. Yeah, that should have been the moment you were like, oh, but it was the moment where you were just you didn't care, and that yeah. should have just told you something. You're like, why didn't it start off like this in like episode two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's well, a complete waste of a character, man. Yep. They just basically wasted that character. Well, congratulations for taking home the 2023 Box Office Graveyard Award. The time, the most disappointed TV series yeah. goes to Secret Invasion. So. You see, bud. You see, bud. All right, moving on to our next category, and that is you know, we there's the lifetime achievement award there's all you know these these iconic um you know thank you for all of the things you've done over your time in the film motion picture industry we decided to give out an award called the time to retire and stop making things award <laughs> which is true and the nominees Slightly are mean but nicholas cage zach snyder oh eddie murphy and marvel uh just <laughs> ju- just marvel in general um, that might have been me <laughs> yeah possibly possibly um 
And the winner is we can just jump right into this because you know Eddie Murphy's made some really bad films. Zack Snyder, mm. Rebel coming off Rebel Moon and the Snyderverse. You know, Marvel, we've had some things, but Mr. Nicholas Cage gets the award. He does for 2023. Are yeah. we really telling Nick Cage to stop and retire after no. he could he could be Johnny Blaze one more time? Well, we we should stop him before that happens. (laughs) But I'm actually going to defend Nicolas Cage here for a moment, which I hate Nicolas Cage. I don't like him at all. There's very few performances of his I like. But I will say he actually did sort of a comeback this last couple of years where he's not doing the just stupid shit anymore to pay off his tax debt. He's actually doing some performances that mean something, and he's good in them. Because Renfield, it it it's tanked really at the good. box office, but he was actually good in it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what he just did, the, um, uh, what was it, unbearable talent, weight, something, mm-hmm. some yeah. terrible title. Unbearable weight of massive talent was in- yeah. incredible. Best work since... Uh, and then the new one that he did uh the dreaming one so Mm -hmm. uh, i haven't seen that yet but everyone's saying it's really good so i will say he's actually on an upswing but yeah yeah, he deserves to stop he's He's terrible well i mean you do have you do have a partner with your with your decision he does in, in the in the chats, Mister Beastwood (laughs) is also in agreement with you he said he's finally embracing the funny uh so he's in it which I, I agree, but yeah, he should he should stop. Let's <laughs> do National Treasure Twelve. I saw want to. So you know what? If I still want one more run. I want to see Johnny Blaze one more run, one more they, run. I think if they did do a National Treasure and he would have brought him back, I think that was probably one of his recent better uh, franchises. And I thought the shift that Disney did into the whole other thing, and I thought like the reason why we did watch the. Uh, National Treasure Series was because of Nick Cage. And I thought not bringing him back was absolutely a terrible idea in a long stream of terrible ideas that Disney did over the last several years. So I will give yeah. our buddy, Mr. Beastwood, credit on that one. Yes. In I fact, maybe we should Netflix like start applying for some jobs at Disney because corporate, <laughs> I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of empty offices this next year. Yeah. Well, Dr. Brown, you've gone on record and said the National Treasure is better than Indiana Jones in terms of the franchise. Is that? Yeah, he's, is, he said that like twice. Yeah. <laughs> I would he never did, say he, anything he did, like the that. National Treasure action figure at Target. Mm-hmm. I just want right you to know. Indiana Jones right there, brother. What's he yeah. talking oh. about? <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, congratulations, no. Mr. Nicholas Cage, for taking home. The box office graveyard award 2023. He will treasure. Never. It. He will treasure. He will treasure. It. This is almost as good as my Academy it. Award. <laughs> right there. On yeah. the same front as a time to retire is the next category, which is the should have never made another one award. No. And this is for any sequels or any trilogies or more than that, in which they should have stopped and said, Enough is enough. Yeah. And the nominees are the Marvels, obviously yeah. after uh, Captain Marvel, the uh, the the Flash. Um, not really a sequel. Yeah, well, not really a sequel. It's a Snyder part of the DCS. Part so we could Snyderverse. say Snyderverse. We can add it in there. 
the expendables four um which i don't i don't even remember it came out oh it I did we, well i did i do believe uh in our in some episode uh in the past we were talking about box office and i think the nightmare before christmas re-release beat it at the box office so that should tell you how good that was <laughs> and then in a surprising and controversial one avatar way of the water <laughs> <laughs> they should have never made another uh, one. And surprisingly, was... I didn't say that. Yes. I, I said it. I know, I know you said it. I know you said it. That shit, I know you said it. That shit needed to just I couldn't I don't understand how the how the CGI was worse than the first one. That's what I don't get. Because it has been how many years? 15 years, 30 years, 80. How many when did this come out in the 90s? I don't know when the first one came out. But it was like it was like, what the, what the fuck am I watching? And why is it so goddamn bad? And and the CGI was literally worse than the fucking first one. And it's new, like. Okay. Like, you know. it was just Waterworld with lizards. And it wasn't even good graphics like Waterworld. So. <laughs> That shit, oh, that shit better have won, man. Look, did you see uh, Mr. Uh, Clint Beastwood said Avatar is a screensaver for the human brain? Now, that's, <laughs> that's probably one of the worst insults I've heard in a long time. Yes, yes. That... And I also do want to say that, uh, again, this all came out before anyone had a chance to see Aquaman 2. <laughs> that's, that's true, true too. That's true. I might have changed my vote. Well, should have never made another one. Award goes to a unanimous a unanimous vote in the Expendables for poor Stallone and Dolph Lundgren and all the other uh, well, old timers. Let's um, let's be clear. Like Expendables four, you could. Uh, <laughs> I watched it. Okay, uh, Professor Stallone wasn't in the whole movie. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the kiss of death for any of movies that are going to go down to the drain of crap and everything is when 50 Cent appears in them. Then, you know, all credibility goes out the window because yeah. he, he was in that movie um, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. I can't remember the lockup one. And yeah. it's like, uh, every time they say, hey, you know what? Let's escape let's plan. Get... Yeah, escape plan. I think it was escape plan <laughs> two or maybe I don't know. What <laughs> the way? I think it was two. Every time I see it and I saw 50 Cent, I'm like, oh, they just couldn't get anybody else. <laughs> That's the yeah. part. This uh, movie is Common terrible. busy? What's going on? Come on, guys. <laughs> no, he was in uh, uh, Hunter Killer with Gerard uh, <laughs> <Noir> Butler. <laughs> he actually leveled up. He was like, oh, I'm not doing that Expendables. I'm going to do over here with Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah. We should have I mean, done an award called What Happened award and gerard bartler would be my nomination well we still we still have uh there's more to come on that but we do have our mid-year our mid-year awards so yes. we gotta we gotta make sure that we we have that as a category maybe agree agree yeah. um all right next we're we're pivoting to the toy section and he's the worst toy line oh. 23 mm. again uh if you follow the channel we do a lot of toys action figures collectibles as well as pop mm -hmm. culture movies television again check us out please subscribe like the channel um but the worst toy line and the nominees are tron reaction figures 
Yep, oh, the man. Jurassic Park line, the new the new stuff that uh, mm. just came out that can be is available at your local Ross or TJ Maxx in abundance. <laughs> Or not the, getting funded. <laughs> yes, true. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem uh, line that just yeah, after the movie, and the so just the entire reaction line of figures. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm just gonna open. The, I'm just gonna. Open yeah, this you gotta one. open this one, man, because it's too hard. <laughs> and the winner is the entire reaction line of mm-hmm. figures. So that's pretty brutal. What? What? Yeah. Well, well, I will say what? specifically for Tron, you go back to the ones made in 1982 looked better. Mm. They had clear plastic. They were like purple plastic that was see-through with glow in the dark printed on the outside. And, you know, the little uh, disc that could go in his back glow in the dark as well. This stuff, it was like cloudy plastic so you couldn't see Uh-oh. through it and it had some stuff printed on the outside and it looked terrible it looked like it I'll, should have been made yeah. in the 80s i'm gonna show you exactly why this shit <laughs> won <laughs> you can't you can't see this shit but oh, this mute mayhem yeah oh there you go no, no that's the reaction turn oh reaction line yeah yeah it has the least articulation it's like they didn't even try there's no 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 no. this is this should be put in a plastic ball and i should put 50 cents in to get that shit out of the machine (laughs) that stupid fucking toy i didn't know this when i got it but i'm somebody that if i get to the counter and i have something i'm just gonna buy it that shit is 19 dollars 19 yeah no way overpriced for 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 no articulation for, for no articulation no nothing and and then and then the same the same people make a whole nother line of really good, really well, semi good, not really good, but semi good toys. And it's like that's 19. And then my Thundercats one that you guys could watch on YouTube, shameless plug, that was $24. It was literally five dollars more, and it got two different heads, five different hands, a ton of things. It's like Come on, man. Well, like, and then the retro ones that are the same size as that are for like what eleven and fourteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're actually got more articulation than that. So, I've seen the Transformers ones that they have. I went recently went to the uh, the dollar store and I saw some of the toys they had, and some of them look very similar to the Reaction Transformers. And I'm not kidding, like. In terms of packaging and design, and probably the same plastic, it's pretty embarrassing what they're doing with some of the licenses that they have. Well, they just they just they just have to they just have to put some shit out. It's like if if Super Seven would just focus on the Ultimates line and ditch Mm -hmm. everything else, like it would be a competitor to NECA, but it's not. No. Well, not at 1999, man. No, there's no way you're giving 1999 and McFarlane is doing the same thing for page punchers, and I believe it's under 10. Yeah, and that's the same quality of work. And at least with McFarlane, you're getting at least the value of it is your entry level for kids to come into the stores, and there's a comic book behind it. You're paying 1999 for just crap. So you know, I think that Super Sevens is in real trouble. And if they don't start listening to fans, because I'm scared as hell they're talking about that G.I. Joe O-ring line they're doing, and I just don't trust them to do quality enough work to take over something like that. So because their reaction for 
serious G.I. Joe stuff sucks, and I'm not paying that amount of money for it. So, well, yep. you're, you're gonna have to, bud. Well, congratulations, the entire reaction line for <laughs> taking home the 2023 graveyard box office graveyard award. And then, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> The final category of the 2023 Box Office Graveyard Award, the Marvel's DOA Award. This is (laughs) in tribute to the Marvel's that was so dead upon its release that it had no chance because it was just torn to shreds. The hype had failed and people were like, what in the hell is this? And so of all the movies happening in 2024, the nominees are just two. They are this- Madam Webb <laughs> and Craven are the two, two. Two Sony movies, by the way. Two Sony <laughs> movies. And ladies and gentlemen, the unanimous decision is <laughs> Madam <laughs> Webb. Yeah, it is. What has yeah. no chance? Craven <laughs> might have a bit of a chance because we know that he's going to go up against spider-man one day madam webb will never see toby mcguire never see andrew garfield will never see tom holland ever and let us remind you all that the brilliant minds behind morbius are also behind (laughs) madam webb so that should tell you everything you need to know about why which this, started 2023 it, off really bad. <laughs> it's really so bad. bad. So bad. Congratulations. We've got this Adam expensive uh, new movie we've got. Who should we have write it? How about those guys that screwed up the last one? Great yeah, idea. Brilliant. Do we, have the, do we have anyone else that's horrible? Put them on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's, the, who's the biggest garbage con- uh, r- creative team that we have? Put them on Madam Web. Let's get it. Let's get it made. You know who the you know who the uh, supervising director was? Oh no, uh, Tommy Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> the He's only like, thing that could like the room. The only thing that could save this movie is if they put Nick Cage in it. And oh, there we they, go. The is only thing they could save it is if they shelf it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, they need to pull a Batgirl. Yeah. On this one, it's yeah. like, you know what? We're gonna take the loss. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna put right it into the Sony vaults. To <laughs> Can you donate a movie to Goodwill? Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> you need to buy that you just get to buy it for like 20 bucks at Goodwill. Like that would be epic. Imagine it's like go see Madam Web at your local Goodwill that was donated by Sony for a tax write-off. <laughs> Good Goodwill theaters. Oh hey, let me, uh, let me tell you something as we're kicking through a cast and everything. Mr. Clint Beastwood's taking it up a notch, man. I will have to say that uh, he is definitely keeping the chat absolutely going. Thank you so much. Uh, We appreciate it. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Madam Webb, or uh, maybe not congratulations for winning the Marvel's Marvel's DOA Award of 2023. Do we want to show the tombstone again? Let's let's show the tombstone. Let's let's show the people at Sony what they'll be getting. Okay, but Madam Webb deserves this. You see, but you say, but um, here is your award. There, there it is. I love it. Stones. I love it. There it is. It's gonna be bigger. Don't worry. We were just I, I just had to get this made to to show everybody. It is gonna be bigger. 
and look it, you can put it in like a bookshelf like i made it so you could you could put it in a bookshelf you could do yeah, what yeah. you want with it you know but it's right there it's going to be at least three times that size like in zoolander um yeah every everyone that won a category gets one mm-hmm. so be prepared <laughs> nicholas cage will accept it with honor yes he will and Especially you see what a cash donation with it yeah <laughs> and what you do is you take that and you you put it right in the middle of your theater seat and you sit down to replicate how uncomfortable you will be watching the movie or tv series that won the award yeah in 2023 so that wraps up our awards um some really great highlights and some high bright spots and some real terrible trash that we all <laughs> suffered through. And some of you who are listening also suffered through as well. But now, surprisingly, the Marvels didn't take away all the bad uh, awards. Yeah. As much as Godzilla took away all the good ones. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it goes to show that sometimes the later rivals can actually benefit from that and sometimes well, the later rivals can first of all aquaman is the luckiest <laughs> film out of the whole year because <laughs> we just missed it by a week <laughs> i'm sure it would have been nominated um as we wrap up our awards any last thoughts uh well are we still are we gonna do uh your presence that you sent to us that is right ladies and gentlemen yes. We have a special feature. Uh, stay tuned because uh, Santa Claus made a, a special delivery, a surprise toy drop off to the Shadow Crew podcast. I gotta get mine over there. Actually. And I'm not saying they were spectacular. Some might have been great. Some might have been all right. And some may have been qualified for the box office graveyard of toys. But in either way, these items were shipped to each member of the cast, and now we are requiring them to do a review on the toys that were delivered to Santa. So, um, as we wrap up, as we wrap up the awards, we give you this special treat, uh, as we call it, um, special secret Santa. And without further ado, we'll go in rotation. Maybe one toy, and then we'll go back and do the other toy. Okay. So, Mr. Maddox, you start with the first toy that you'd like to talk about for 2023. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When this showed up, I knew Santa hated me. Uh, <laughs> it was fantastic. And I was like, you know what, Santa? I'm going to kick you in the nuts. Worse but, than a uh, lump of coal. Yeah. No, it. Uh, I got to hold it back here. But it's a Funko that is now dying. Pop. A Funko pop of a movie that's dying by a company that is dying. This is the problem that I had with fucking Santa Claus. Is he just said like, hey, coal was probably a little too expensive. So fuck off. And here's a Captain Marvel Funko pop. Which I'm gonna sell on our whatnot page. <laughs> but that is my first one. And this is in case you guys want to pick it up, just search for the Funko Pop number 1249 or hit my ass up in the chat. <laughs> no, I'm keeping this. 
maybe. Well, yeah. I'm I'm glad you found a nice a special toy for the holiday season. Sound like you're very excited to receive it. I I was. Doctor Brantley, uh, what did Santa put under your tree? In, First uh, up, we have the search for Spock. <laughs> Spock. Now, uh, it looks fine here. Okay, but I am going to show you a uh, close-up because this was very close to being my second uh, figure <laughs> for being the worst because if you check out the eyes, they misprinted how where his eyes are. So... One part uh, is on his nose of his eye on the one side, and then the other one is starting to go off the side of his face. I did other know. than that, it looks pretty cool. Although, also in the pose they have him, he's kind of like, yo, what's up? It's your boy Spock. <laughs> you know, it's also the 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 i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let you know that the proportions on that arm are way off yeah <laughs> what the fuck is that well no my favorite part this is also why they're uh discontinuing the entire line i like that his hand is permanently stuck <laughs> yeah. and has to drink a beer like this or eat steak dinner or absolutely no problem uh... It looks like one of those ice creams you get, like the SpongeBob ice cream, and the gumball is like falling off his face. But it's the spot. Yeah, they make, make me want to take a picture of mine and put it up here. So, um, so overall, other than the face melting and the body out of proportion, uh, any other thoughts on the Star Trek, uh, Mister Spock figure? Uh, it is cool. They they do have uh, his little mittens, uh, so he can take apart the uh hyperdrive whatever the hell he was doing that got him killed mm -hmm. but uh somehow he fits those mitts over his hand that's doing that no <laughs> no they and don't. also the other thing that i'm not too impressed with is you see these uh little doodads they have here it's supposed to be a scanner and a computer terminal two things that he never had in the movie and they never used and they don't look anything like that these are literally bits That's from so the weird. star trek the next generation line that they repackaged with Spock. Uh, <laughs> well because they had an excess of it so they had to they had to do something with it yep we Is got these molds it's too late to add uh, the uh, worst uh, toy line, uh, Star Trek mm -hmm. 2020. Well, it well Playmates be the, almost the got it. Discontinued <laughs> the, the, because after about, what, about three weeks ago, they said they were discontinued. They'll still make the ships, but all mm. the action figures, Playmates said that was it. And I was like, well, mm. thank God. Thank God. <laughs> well, you're well, not going to do uh, action figures of 80 and 90-year-old guys now? You know, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should retire some of these figures. <laughs> Mr. Storm, what did Santa All right, place well, under your tree? Santa did the same absolute theme and everything because we did such a great job of crapping on Funko this year because, let's be honest, Funko's dying. If you, oh, if you don't you. know, 
Now you know. know. (laughs) They're dying. You said it best. (laughs) But if I could have gotten a crappier fungo, it couldn't have come. Could have been the Marvel. This one. Oh, 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 it was. (laughs) (laughs) It is Mr. Nick Cage. (laughs) Now, at, at least it could have been a. A secret invasion one, you know, because I might have been like, "Well, okay," but no, no, no. This was the Marvel version. I was like, yeah. "So it's again, so like, like Chet said, when our whatnot page gets up, this is a candidate." For what? Going on. What is he holding? I'm confused. Uh, he's holding that stupid cat. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's holding the cat, and I uh... thought to myself, like, this was. You know, I didn't know at first that this was Nick Fury or uh, Childish Gambino holding the cat. I was like, what's, what the heck is this? But it turned out to be it was Samuel Jackson. You know, nothing more, nothing more menacing than a man holding a cat. <laughs> yes. That's for yes. sure. So he, he did his dirty for that one. So, yeah, this was a portion never crap on Fungo because the Fungo gods will make you pay for it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Santa's got something about... Uh... Funko, Mister Mister Maddox, your your second toy that was left under your tree. Yeah, and if no one's caught on to this yet, Chris was fucking Santa. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I made a call, and whatever you, arrived arrived. Because you you definitely don't have any Santa watches the show, so you yeah. know. I'm just saying. All right. Well, look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of into this one, mm-hmm. and I'm. Uh, especially into it because it's officially licensed by Ford, and I don't think a lot of people understand that. Mm-hmm. So they were allowed to do this. Okay, this is this is allowed to be done by them. Santa was like, you know what, this guy. Oh, you can't see it. I'm pull it back. Oh, oh, yeah, the Ford Taurus. From Robocop. And, and you're missing it. Robocop. Yeah, it's Robocop. Robocop does, is on there. Does it have the uh, uh like spark skits as it goes up the ramp? <laughs> uh, I, it doesn't look like it does. I don't know if this is ever coming out of the box. Well, then you must have did, you must have did get the ultimate edition. <laughs> yeah, no, Santa, Santa was Santa just skimmed me on that one. Uh but no, I mean I'm excited. It's got like a QR code I can scan to to prove that it's like you know, Ford official. Okay. Uh, and uh, I do like Robocop. I wish it was, I wish it was more scene based, if I'm being honest. Like, mm-hmm. if it was just like the front half of the car opened with <laughs> Robocop in the driver's seat with yeah. his middle finger going in to like turn on the car, that would be epic. But this, my friends, well, pretty good. and it made me watch, it made me watch the new Robocop. Like uh, like the Rolling Stones once said, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Rolling Stones knew it. Well, Dr. Brantley, what did Santa leave as the second gift under your tree? Well, it's funny. Santa apparently has stock mm-hmm. in Funko because uh, <laughs> I got not only one Funko indiana jones but from mr storm i got another funko indiana jones are they different somehow you got the different ones one with the jacket and one without the jacket 
That's unbelievable amazing. and fantastic that you couldn't ask for anything better the rest of them uh yeah they got sala marion his dad screw them you, these are the only ones you need i don't want to hear anything about <laughs> they make too many funkos because oh, yeah, yeah. you know indiana oh, Jones no, but we have one without entire... the jacket right <laughs> what do you mean without the jacket oh well we have to have one without the jacket yeah oh, i thought we didn't so... put it uh thank it Okay. But fantastic. And thank you very much. I actually, if there were a Funko I was going to have, that's about the only one. (laughs) Which one? The jacket or no jacket? Both of them. Let me call Santa and let him know the National Treasure Nick Cage should (laughs) cancel that order. (laughs) Mr. Storm. Now, this one took me at an odd. Because when I was opening up the package, and I was like, well, what the devil is this? Because the box is very decisive. San- goes, Santa does this. He does. It shows re- the return of that. So I was like, well, wait a damn minute. Actually, this actually might be pretty good. And it, it, I will say it's not too bad. Now, this is supposed to be the infinite Darth Vader. So I didn't even know they had the damn line out. <laughs> so, But when you look at it, it is Darth Vader, Star Wars Black Series in all whites. Now, I will have to say that I was not expecting this to show up. But if there's any other edition to go next to all the classic ones, I've got to give them credit. They did something that will stand out amongst us. I thought, this is, was this like, well, no, in, um, in Empire Strikes Back, when he went through Hoth, and this was Return of Jedi, he didn't even have all white on. So I was like, what the heck did they come up? So apparently, I guess this is like their, um, like, what if line. Yeah. Of like Star Wars figures, so this one actually is kind of unique and everything. There's any other chances of this one going up in pricing? I've got to sure there was. They did probably sell too many white outfits, so yeah. this one might no, be stated. It was. What if we ran out of black plastic? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I'm 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 super happy that you all enjoyed your gifts from Santa. Oh. Some maybe not as much. Some cross-eyed <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Spock is still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't want to see how he gets the oven mitts over his uh, <laughs> his hand, but uh, maybe that's for an unbox. Episode. That's unboxed. <laughs> that's definitely unboxed. <laughs> the end well, of the uh, of the Star Trek line. <laughs> um. Well, hey, what a great uh, first ever 2023 uh, box office graveyard awards. Uh, for those of you who uh, were watching us live, commenting, we appreciate all of you. Again, as a reminder, this is the Shadow Crew podcast on the Shadow Nose Network, our channels on YouTube. We also will be streaming here uh, every so often on Kick for special episodes and live streams. So tell a friend, tell a family member, tell your work colleagues, subscribe, like the channel. Last thoughts before we wrap for this group here. You know, as I was going over to Channel Analytics this week and everything, we're thinking one thing. 90% of the people that go to our site, um, which would be either through this or the uh, other uh, channel, uh, they're not hitting that subscribe button. So we're getting, like I said, a a lot of views, but they're not subscribing. So, you know, hey, if you want to see this great content, subscribe to us. Check us out. Because I can tell you something. Uh, There are some fantastic unboxing videos that Mr. Chet Maddox has been doing that have been knocking their production on that is because we're a very low minimum uh, production network. (laughs) But Mr. Maddox has been taking his stuff up 
to the next level. So you most definitely have to do that. Um, you know, and I just like, again, at the end of 2023, thanks for everybody that's tuned into the channels. Everybody's liked, subscribed, everybody's commented, you know, we appreciate all of it. Dr. Brantley, Mr. Maddox, last thoughts. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. Maddox. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's uh it's it's been fun. Uh this is fantastic. I'm excited to make the actual awards and get them out. Um but yeah, you know, if you're also watching on kick, feel free to follow. It's it's not like it costs you fucking anything, just hit follow. Um <laughs> but uh happy new year to everybody. Um, because this is our not only is that our very first official uh box office graveyard awards, it is our officially our last podcast of, of 2023. Um and it in 2023, uh as far as podcasting has been fun, and uh we have a lot of cool shit planned for 2024 that I'm actually looking forward to. So uh, thank you guys for coming and hanging out. I know you came for the uh, entertainment factor, not to hear us talk, but it's not that often you get to watch me live and hear me talk at the same time live. You're welcome. You know, just want you guys all to know that I'm happy you're here. Right. I did. Well, you, you know, the one thing when you said about listening to it, you know that actually uh, to our kind and hardworking editors. Uh, you know, you've got more platforms. You can watch it here or, or the other channel, or you can watch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch them on all of them. We're on all the networks. So if you can't catch it on here, you can actually watch rebroadcast up on, you know, Spotify and all the major podcasting video and sound. So that's, that's the thing. Our editor's been busting his butt this year. If there's anyone else that gives credit to it, other than, you know, the non-existent Mr. Shadow tonight. <laughs> Thank him for all the crazy toy hunts that he's dragged each of every one of us on. So I appreciate him for that too, man. Yep, I do. I feel a little bit like uh, Charlie's Angels on the Shadow Knows Network. That's awkward. There's like this mystery shadow, and we're the ones that are uh, doing all the work. But uh, happy to strut my stuff. Just will not wear a bikini. Without uh, with, with that being said, uh, happy New Year, all uh, everyone. Uh, happy 2023. Have a yep. safe New Year's. We'll see you next year. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, y'all. See ya. Goodbye. The Shadow Crew Podcast. <laughs>